Hi, this is Richard Morgan with podcast episode 112, and we're in the thick of the drama of the plagues that came upon Egypt. And I want to have a look at some interesting characters that appear, disappear for a little bit, and then appear again in the story of the plagues, and that is these magicians. Now, they turn up initially just before the plagues, where Moses and Aaron enter into the court of Pharaoh, and you remember how Aaron throws down his staff and the magicians are able to copy what he did. And then they're able to copy the first plague, turning water into blood. They're able to copy the second plague, producing frogs. But by the, by the time you come to plague number three, the plague of lice or gnats, they can't copy it. They're defeated. And they say, this is the finger of God. Then they go off the scene until they come back in plague number six, which is the plague of boils. And there we find that they suffer from the plague of boils themselves. It's a dramatic moment, uh, as we'll see later on. Uh, maybe not in this podcast, in a future one, how the, these um, magicians themselves are affected by this plague. And they, it says they couldn't stand before Moses. And that is the utter defeat of these magicians so who were they who were these people were they illusionists you know magicians as we think of them today well magicians is not really the best translation of this particular word uh, they were the priests of egypt what are called lector priests Lec lectionary is the idea of uh, reading and writing so they were the ones who were pretty much the equivalent of the scribes and the Pharisees in Jewish religion. They were highly learned priests. They were masters of their, their tradition that was written down in their literature and all the rituals that went along with it. So very, very similar to the religious leaders of the Jews. And there's lots of parallels, in fact, between the two of them. So they were Egypt's elite religious professionals. And they had many... Uh, rituals, protection, and purification rites. They were very much into protecting Egypt from all the bad stuff. And kind of like then uh, Pharaoh's right-hand men, his lieutenants, who were there to make sure that chaos was kept at bay. So the, the Hebrew word magicians is the, the word hatumim, and it is a word that is borrowed from the Egyptian and uh, what it literally means is the carrier of the book of ritual. So that's a piece of uh, trivia for you. It's a little bit of a mouthful. So the translators have chosen rather to translate it as magicians. But why magicians? Well, that's uh, something very important in the culture of Egypt, the idea of magic. Not magic as we understand it today. And you think magicians on stages and do all their tricks. Uh, magic was part of the very fabric of the way in which the Egyptians understood the world in which they lived. Uh, they had a word for it is the word Heka. They had a god that was uh, also called the god Heka. And uh, it was all to do with this idea of magic. And uh, Egyptologists have said things like that Heka or magic was as much a matter of course as sleep or the preparation of food. It came into every single aspect of their lives. They believed that 
anything in this world was as the result of what they called magic. So I mentioned that they had a, a god called Heka. There's an Egyptologist called Geraldine Pinch, and she writes, Heka could be identified with the creator himself, particularly when the latter appeared in child form to symbolize the emergence of new life. Heka is also described as the Ba, which means the soul or manifestation of the sun god. And she says that this god Heka was the energy with which, uh, or which made creation possible. And every act of magic was a continuation of the creative process. So kind of like a similar thing to the power of God, the Holy Spirit, as we call it. That was their understanding of Heka. And uh, the magicians were the ones who were the, the medium in Egyptian religious rituals through which Heka was manifest. Now, there's something else about the magicians, which is interesting. They weren't just the priests who administered the power of Heka, the power of magic. They were also physicians. They were the doctors. They were the ones who made sure that disease was kept at bay. And they were absolutely obsessed with cleanliness and hygiene. This is what the historian Herodotus says. They are religious beyond measure, more than any other people, and the following are among their customs. They drink from cups of bronze, which they clean out daily. This is done not by some, but by all. They are especially careful always to wear newly washed linen. They practice circumcision for cleanliness sake, for they would rather be clean than more becoming. Their priests shave the whole body every other day, so that no lice or anything else foul may infest them as they attend upon the gods. Obsessed with it. I mean, shaving your whole body every other day to make sure that there was no hair in which lice could get caught up in. And uh, I think this is one of the reasons why God brought lice into Egypt and, and brought disease, because he is, uh, again, as we said last week, he's demonstrating that he has power over all, the, all these things, that the power of Yahweh is far greater even than Heka, even than magic, which is the fabric of the Egyptian universe. It was the power behind their gods. And so God is going to bring these Egyptian magicians, physicians, priests to their knees. So absolutely obsessed with hygiene. Uh, they invented things like... Uh, eye makeup, which they use not as for cosmetic purposes, but to shield them from the sun. They invented toothpaste, deodorant. The Egyptians even invented breath mints, for crying out loud. They're absolutely obsessed with cleanliness. Very, very similar, again, to the scribes and the Pharisees. You think about their uh, rituals, and one of the rituals that comes out very strongly in the New Testament, one of their traditions was what are called washings. And again, they were obsessed with this idea of, of cleanliness and purification and uh, so forth. And that then it answers the question why it is the, the physicians or the magicians who are right at the center of these plagues. Remember, God is bringing disease into Egypt. 
the Egyptians had this idea that disease came from supernatural sources, and they were scared of it. And in Egypt itself, and the Nile Delta was a breeding ground for all sorts of parasites and pathogens and bacteria and uh, viruses. And so that's why right at the center of their religion was keeping disease at bay. The magicians really were part of uh, everything that Egypt stood for. So to God to deal directly with the, Egyptian, the, the magician sorry, is extremely important. And another little theme that goes along with this, which I mentioned in a, a very much earlier podcast, is the idea of things that smell. Remember that uh, way back in chapter one, we looked at how the Egyptians were very xenophobic and they looked at foreigners with mistrust at best. And they viewed the children of Israel as like creepy crawlies that needed to be stamped out, these smelly little creatures. Now you come to Exodus chapter five and the time when Moses and Aaron first go to Pharaoh and say, let my people go. And how Pharaoh made their lives harder. It says at the end of the chapter that the, 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 uh, the foreman of the uh, children of Israel go to Moses and Aaron and say, you have made a stink before Pharaoh. We're just these smelly foreigners. And that thing continues into uh, the plagues where you get this pile up of frogs in plague number two. And it says it caused the land of Egypt to stink. And, and God, again, is playing with the Egyptians here. Playing with the things that they're afraid of, that they object to. And the land of Egypt is stinky. This, this land, which was the place where deodorant and toothpaste and breath mints were invented. So... Keep that in mind as we look a little bit more into the plagues in our upcoming podcast, because uh, God, in bringing the, the Egyptian magicians to their knees, is dealing with this religious um, fanaticism of the Egyptians with the idea of, of hygiene and, and disease. And again, he's going to deal, he's going to demonstrate that he has power over all things. Mm -hmm.